Previously on Steambox Versus, Bruce Leroy, the last dragon, shared the glow. The Iron Sheik broke backs and made us humble. Michio Kaku showed us how to find dark matter. Samus and Megarad led a rap battle for the ages, and we plunged into virtual reality in Ready Player One. Will Steambox make it back to Ghibli in Japan? Will the Boston Celtics dunk on us? Will the Dragon Ball Z narrator ever join the crew? Stay tuned and find out on Steambox Versus. This is Roberto. You're back with another Steambox podcast. Welcome to season 23. Season 23, we're starting off with the Central Falls Warriors. Warriors from Central Falls, please say what's up to the world. What's up? I had a surprise for you guys today. Our listeners have just heard it for the first time, and you have just heard it for the first time. What did you hear? What did you think? Please raise your hand. Let me know. I'll come to you. Go ahead. Yo, I heard like I heard the voiceover for Dragon Ball, the narrator for. You heard the narrator for Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I did say when you think it sounds like it is. Uh, is anybody excited? Does that work? Go ahead. Yeah. I didn't realize it until a, a while later, and then I was like, "Wait, this reminds me of something when I watched when I was a kid." And I was like, yes. "Oh shit, it's Dragon Ball Z!" And I was like, "Oh, that's actually really dope that you got the." Narrated for Dragon Ball Z. Yo, you got the narrator for Dragon Ball Z. I would have got Razel. I wanted something for your voice. Does tell me yes or no? Does that work for your podcast? That yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I and, hope the Celtics dunk on us. And you, <laughs> uh, he was talking about he was talking about some of our successes. Some of you are newer to this podcast, but some of our successes before interviewing uh, Bruce Leroy, uh, Mega Rand, Samus, uh, and in the future we talked about doing some stuff with the Celtics. Uh, we talked about going to Studio Ghibli, which we were talking about earlier today, um, and a couple of other things. That is your new intro. The new intro for your podcast has the guy from Dragon Ball Z talking about you and your work. How do you feel about that? Just facing <laughs> <laughs> off, sorry, but I, is like... he actually I feel recognized. Right I, I would love to see them in person, like if he actually came someday. Um, if he did, he would Zoom. Uh, that was a bit that I think he added on, so we'll take a look. Any other thoughts? Anybody else want to... I feel recognized by other like, famous people. Yeah, I'm famous <laughs> now. I'm famous. Do it's a good feeling. It, it is a good feeling. Um, I want... Here's, here's your assignment. Uh, your podcast now... Your podcast was... I found out. I went and did numbers. Uh, your podcast... Remember we were number two for a while in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're number two because I found that the number one guy has like 36 million subscribers and he's uh, somewhere in the Middle East. So uh, he looks like a dope science... Like He looks like their Bill Nye uh, over there. Uh, he looks dope and he pushed us to number two. So we're number two in the world, number one in the United States in education. So congratulations. You guys deserve a Dragon Ball Z intro and now you have it. So send that to your people. Send out the links. I'm going to put out the link later today uh, because we've got Mr. Carl Bird. Mr. Carl Bird, was that intro worthy? Absolutely. You liked it? I would love to have the the narrator from Dragon Ball on our show. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to have to do that. We'll share him. We'll okay. share him. We'll get him in. We'll, we'll ask him some questions, and then we'll tell him to go do Codex Prime. If you guys don't know, Carl with Codex Prime, congratulations on being over 300 episodes. Thank you. Uh, they interviewed... I was jealous because you guys interviewed some AEW stars, some WWE stars. Last year, yeah. Uh, some movie stars. We, yes. Yeah, we did, uh, we did... We went from doing one uh, panel at Rhode Island Comic Con, which was me uh, interviewing Adam Cole, Britt Baker... And um, Ruby Soho. And then this year, both of us moved up to doing five altogether. So, uh, they, 
did a panel, hosted a panel featuring cast members of the of the um, Star Wars prequel trilogy, including Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks. Binks. You had Jar Jar Binks on your podcast. If you want to call it, you know, yeah, I'll take that win. <laughs> we'll take that win. We hope we hosted the. It was at Rhode Island Comic Con, so uh, it's on our the the panels are on our YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, we uh, yeah, and then he also hosted Timothy Zahn, who uh, who's who uh, created the Admiral Thrawn character and done done a lot of those books. But then I end up uh, hosting. Uh, some Star Wars puppeteers and uh, Bill Diamond, who did um, the Dark Crystal. Um, some TikTok stars, um, some local ones, including Gary the Barbecue Chef, and then also uh, WWE Hall of Famous Trish Stratus and Lita. Trish Stratus and Lita are OG legends from WWE. Yes. Uh, that's ridiculous. That's insane. Uh, you got the Star Wars people, and if y'all don't know who Admiral Thrawn is, if you follow Star Wars, you will because uh, either in Mandalorian, probably in the Ashoka series. That dude will be, like, hopefully they'll get, like, Christian Bale to play him. Rumor has it is Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. as Admiral Thrawn. That would be crazy. Uh, who was the most impressive for you? Lewis, I need that back. Okay. Who was the most impressive for you? Ooh. I don't know. Trish and Lita was big for me. That was pretty big for me. Like, these women were, like, posters on my bedroom wall when I was a teenager. And then now I'm on a, I'm on a panel with them. Um, Gary the Barbecue Chef was that was that one was actually like so much fun. Like I put I I couldn't even like keep my composure. We was just laughing throughout the entire thing. Um, the the uh, the puppeteers one I knew nothing. I went in blind, but it turned out to be a big success. And Vic knocked both of his uh, panels out of the park. So. You do have a partner. Codex yes. Prime is not you. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. It's Victor Moyo. Phil, huge uh, film aficionado. He's the, the producer of the show, actually. And, um, yeah, big shout-outs to him. He He's the one who pretty much holds, he holds down the floor. He handles all the, he the tech stuff. I just get guests and come up with stuff to talk about. And he does, too, as well. So, Yo, how did you even end up? Because I heard that it was a whole nother group. You Like, how did you get involved and then stay? Because you weren't a founding member. No, I was it. not. Um, I... How that happened was uh, my boy Aris was also a founding member, and I was, you know, DJing, you know, was DJing at the time, doing a couple of spots on uh, WRIU radio, and he knew that I wanted to get into radio, and, and they had started Codex just around the same time, so, and I was pretty big on social media and stuff, like, learn how to do it, I'm still not big, <laughs> but, um, so they was like, yo, would you want to come in and do some social media for our, for our show? I'm like, alright, cool. Went in and I pretty much just never left. And you just never left. You were like, I, I'm, I'm your guest today and I'm also your host tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm staying. You can't make me leave. Uh, did you have a question to add on? Did... Uh, no. Uh, when you asked him who was his most impressive guest, I didn't know you was asking him. Oh, okay. Uh, who did you? Was, who do you think? I was Trish because when I was a kid, uh, I used to watch it on VHS tapes because I didn't have cable. The old uh, Attitude Era, and then Lita and Trish was on. That I was like, dang. Lita and Trish, were they the first women to, like, main event? Wasn't that China? I believe so. I don't know if it was China. China, yeah. China was in the main event as, like, but she was always, like, in a crew. But, like, for solo matches, I think Lita and Trish. Trish, yeah. 
I think so. I I think I remember one night it was like a big deal that like women hadn't main evented before. Yeah, and they actually had in the background they had the uh, wrestling outfits that they wore from that night oh. for everybody to come wow. take pictures, touch if they wanted. It was to. like museum stuff. It was. All right, I'm gonna turn it over to the students. I'm gonna ask you one more question. So have your questions ready. I'm probably gonna go this way, but I'll go to whoever uh, raised the hand. Uh, I want to ask you, nice spawn. Uh, you got spawn on your oh, watch. Thanks. That's interesting. Um, I want to ask you, what did you learn out of all of those guests? Was there any one fact that you had no idea that blew your mind? Oh, man. You got to share it with the world, man. Um, I don't know. It was so much. It was, uh, it, it was a lot that was going on that weekend. It was probably like my busiest uh, con weekend. Um, From the TikTok panel, it was like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys are on TikTok. You know, you do your dances or whatever. Sometimes, no, nope. you don't. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, sometimes you never know what's really gonna hit. Like you can put so much effort into something, and then nobody will notice it. But then, yeah, you can just sing a little, sing a little rinky ding song, and the next thing you know, that can get a whole lot of views. Yeah, if I, you can go viral out of that. I was so jealous, man. You're, you're, you were on social media. You were sharing pictures of you in between Lita and Trish. And I was just like, man, man, stop posting this. Stop posting. <laughs> the next day, he'll post the same picture. I'll be like, I saw it yesterday, Carl. I saw it yesterday, damn it. Uh, yeah, I was staying at home and I was mad jealous. Uh, but also an introvert and happy to just be in front of my Xbox and not with a crowd at Anime Boston. Uh, who has a question for Carl? Go ahead. So, what do you think is like... How would you go from your reaction from going to like small podcasting to being able to like sit next to all these people in panels? Uh, it was surreal. I mean, um, was this your second year? It was my second year, and um, the first one I was just a complete nervous wreck. Second one as well, but um, yeah, I have a thing with public speaking. Like I do a podcast, but speaking in front of a crowd, I just like free. I just freak out because I never like the sound of my voice, but um. It was very surreal, and I just kind of had this mindset. I'm like, all right, let's just get out there and just do it. And then, but once you get up there, it they made it much more easier for me. And um, but yeah, I'm, it was still surreal. I who's, still who's they? Whoever I, whoever I'm interviewing on yep. the panels and the panels. So yeah, Trish and Lita most definitely. Um, whoever I what whoever I'm on stage with, I'm like once I see that they're comfortable. I kind of calmed down, and then I'm comfortable as well. And then, yeah, it, it still just felt surreal. Like, I still can't believe I'm, like, up here instead of just being in Vic's apartment just talking about random stuff. Vic is your partner. We've still got to get Vic onto this podcast. I'd love to have the two of you together one day. Uh, it's interesting watching the two of you together because um, you, are not, you are not very alike. You got two. No. You got two young black guys hosting a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Like in that way, there are some similarities, but in every other way, you are very di like I said. I said super nerd, right? Like like yeah. earlier, some people say blurred, right? Yeah. Um. So we got two super blurds who you would think in that alone would be so similar in every way besides being a black nerd. Y'all are completely different people. Yep. Does that make it easier or harder? It's actually much more fun. It's like a it's like a TV it's like a TV sitcom where it's like one person's so laid back and another one's just so like meticulous and ready like on top of things. So it 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 brings an interesting dynamic to us and it's just and our banter is hilarious. 
even soy to me. Do you think it makes like a yin yang? Yeah, absolutely. All right, this is uh, this is Cam. She's the freshman class president. Hi, freshman class president. Oh, Cam just got selected uh, to go to Japan with us. Congratulations. So congratulations. You're having a dope year. Uh, Cam, what's your question for Carl? So, when you were younger, did you always want to go into like radio talking? or Because you said you were a DJ. Did yes. you always plan on going into that type of stuff? No, or? not at all. I, when I was younger, I wanted to be a wrestler. Hands down. <laughs> um, I'm actually a wrestler, so I understand that. Oh, really? That's not amazing. WWE, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's still amazing. It's still amazing. Um, I guess the accomplishments. I'm sorry I left off that you're an amateur wrestler uh, from the list. Um, I never, I never thought I would be doing this. Um, like I just, you know, I just started DJ. I was listening to the Breakfast Club one day, and then I'm just like, you know, I want to do radio. I can do this. And then I just started, you know, I started DJ. I started pretty late. I started around like 30. I'm 38 now. Um, and it just kind of went on from there. I went in with like no. You know, people say, you know, say to have goals. I just kind of went in, just said sky's the limit mm -hmm. and just kept going. And then next thing you know, like I've been granted these opportunities. So. Bro, I started DJing at 12 and like I was just helping a DJ that I knew carrying the records, doing all that stuff. And then he'll take a break and then I'll spin like three records or whatever while he's gone. Mm -hmm. We started doing weddings. Then I started booking. Uh, but but because I started so young, <laughs> while you are developing a love for it. I quickly, like, I hated it real quick. <laughs> no more Macarena. I am not playing Macarena for you. One more dance. Do you I, know what Macarena is? Yes. It's terrible. I hated all those. Yep. I hated all those line. I hate all those line dancing songs. For the world who's listening at home, I have uh, probably four of the students in the room currently doing five, currently doing the Macarena. Here's the thing. They weren't even born when the Macarena was out. I know. I know. It was, it was way before. It's like part of it. It's still yeah. iconic. I would. I still don't want to play it. I still don't want to play it, and I still don't want to play Montel Jordan because every time I was playing it's this music, cheap pop song, cheap pop song. Yes, yes. Good. Right. I need what? What? I said, but it's good. Montel Jordan is good. Yo, Montel Jordan. Here's some of his lyrics. Every since I was a lowercase g, but now I'm a big g. I don't listen to the lyrics. I just, I just vibe. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa, to you. Okay, my next question is that, so when he was presenting you, he said you might have or might have not been in video games? Or something like that. Into. Into. Oh, into. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was, he's not a Mortal Kombat. I read. I he's read. not a Mortal Kombat character. I heard. I heard wrong. Spawn is, but Carl is not. All right, then what's your favorite video game? <laughs> you know Ooh, My favorite video game of all time, my favorite video game of all time would have to be either Super Mario 3 or Mortal Kombat 2. Um, right now, I just finished God of War Ragnarok, and that game is a masterpiece. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. Oh, I'm not spoiling it. Don't worry. I don't, I don't believe in spoilers. I'm not worried about it. I got a bad memory, so I'll forget it anyway. <laughs> it's beautiful. I can, yeah, I can't wait. Um, oh, my fault. Uh, compared to... You, you played the God of War 4, right? Yes. So, compared to God of War 4, do you think God of War Ragnarok is better or worse? Neck and neck. It's just, it's just as good. I, I've played God of War Ragnarok compared to God of War Four, and I think that it's just they downgraded a lot. I don't think, I don't think so. I, I think mean, like, the, like really the Blaze is just bad too. So it's like they downgraded a lot for me. Ruby, I'm coming to you next. Um, did you see this dude at the video game awards where he won his? He won, but I forgot the dude's name. The Christopher guy who, Judge. Yeah, uh, and the Oscar. <laughs> they gave him the wrap it up box. And, but he didn't wrap it up. He kept going. He did not care. Oh, he was getting his time. 
It was nice. It was emotional. Yeah. He had a nice story. Uh, he had a dope outfit. Dude is cool. Uh, but yeah, it was. He didn't. He did not want to wrap up. He did not want to wrap up. Riri, what's your question for uh, Carl? Who says Mortal Kombat Two? Final answer, right? Mortal Kombat Two and and uh, God of War and stuff. Uh, that's why. That's why I just beat. But um, my all time Mortal Kombat Two and um, Super Mario, Super Mario Three. Okay. Uh, what's an advice you'd give your younger self? My advice I would give my younger self. Um, do not chase money, chase opportunity. Because the money will come later. Yo, that's big. That's it's big. Chase opportunity, beautiful. not money. The money will come later. I couldn't agree with that more. It's very inspirational. You got two You got two people in the room who uh, we consider ourselves young, but you would consider us old asses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> telling you that we, we completely agree on this. Uh, go for opportunity over money. You're doing something that you love. Uh, it's way better than getting paid more to do something that you hate. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna ask. Okay, so I don't know if last time no. you were here, we've already asked you the question, but I think we asked you one part of the question. The second part I have to add from like a continuation from the last time you were here is, mm-hmm. who was your worst guest you had on that podcast? The worst guest. Um, I really don't have a quite answer for that, cause I always feel that somebody. I always feel like every person that you meet. Is a brand new learning experience. So there's always something that I can take away from everybody. Make it easier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> make it easier. The most boring one that you've done. It was Bruce Leroy, The Last Dragon for us, man. Uh, I remember, yeah, I remember hearing that story. Out of us. Um, oh, the most boring. Ugh. That's another one that I cannot say because I always. I always take something away from that. What do you want to add? Go ahead. But are we going to be on your podcast? Yeah, oh, yeah we're we going to have some of us on your podcast. Okay, we can make that happen. One of the students going to be on the Codex Prime <laughs> podcast. Bro. We can make that We can. I can talk to Vic and we can make that happen. We can come over here and then we can just... We, we can record Codex. We're recording Steam, on Monday. We can do a simulcast us. or something together. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Code, oh. Uh, Steambox invades Codex. Perfect. Um... <laughs> So here's my question for the students. My question for the students is, uh, my question for the students is, some of oh, you, <laughs> yo, some of you last year said that Carl uh, was oh, man, was the, our favorite guest last year. What was it about Carl? What is it about Carl that we enjoy? He's here now. Don't wait until he's dead. He just like us for real. Yeah, he, he really. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I'm a big kid. <laughs> Carl is one of us. Uh, the reason I said Codex Prime was my favorite was just because it was just. We're just chilling and talking about things we like rather than trying to learn something. And so it was like a break from what we usually do, and it just it just stood out to me. Uh, for the world at home, if you heard us pop a second ago, uh, we just presented Carl with a Steambox versus... Somebody in the room said Steambox versus Codex Prime. So we presented him with a Steambox versus Codex Prime uh, t-shirt. It's, a, it's got a dingy layered look. It's got a filter over the yellow so the yellow looks all dusty and stuff. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm literally texting Victor right now. I'm like, be jealous. <laughs> Victor's gonna have to show up one day, man. That's, exactly. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, so so uh, you, obviously you're welcome here uh, and the feedback was uh, one of us, one of us, wiggle waggle, wiggle waggle, one of us. Uh, the students appreciate that about you. Uh, Melanie. 
is Melanie? One? Congratulations, you got accepted to Japan too. Congratulations! Like, so far, everybody in a row. You're all sitting in a row. You guys are starting you to divide yourself from. You know what I noticed? I noticed the room is Japan versus you guys ain't doing shit, and I feel really. <laughs> I, I gotta say, like, that. y'all couldn't cut it. You couldn't cut it. I support everybody who's gone and who's not going. Lewis got picked, and Valeria is just finding herself on the wrong side. I'm gonna miss my I support everybody who's going. I support everybody who isn't going. No, anyway, sorry, better. Melanie and everybody else, congratulations. Everybody else, I have big surprises for you this year, starting with the Dragon Ball Z intro to your podcast. We got MacBooks coming up, free MacBook Airs for some of you guys, uh, and a number of other things. So everybody here in this room is supported. Melanie, sorry. Uh, congratulations, and what's your question for Carl? What's one thing that many people like are surprised, like... Like, what's one thing that many people don't know about you? Hmm. I'm pretty much of an open book. Oh, many people don't know. Um, I don't know, maybe my phobia in needles? What? I have a phobia in needles, yes. Are you ever afraid that needles are going to go in your eye? What the? You what just made it worse now. <laughs> what saw? I never. That's so specific. Oh, I have tattoos and everything, but I was a complete, you know what, like throughout the process. So you go to the doctors, and the doctor has to give you a needle for whatever reason, oh, or takes blood. Pre- prepared to be entertained because I'm freaking out. What does it look like? All right, so so they're gonna they put the thing around your arm uh, to tighten your arm or whatever. They want to draw blood. Uh, what what does Carl do? Does Carl go to his happy place? What does Carl do? Another another nurse has to come in and comfort me. <laughs> really? Just yes. this me. You know, Back there's something called disassociation. I find it works. You know, just hear, just hear me out. You close your eyes and you think about what do you, you close your eyes and you think about well, something else. The thing is that if I'm the opposite, people say like, "Don't look at." I have to look at it, but then what I'll do is I'll like. I don't know. It's some disassociative stuff. Cause I'll just be like, the color's pretty. The color's so pretty. It's so red. Wow. Is it weird that I like to look at the needle? Oh, you just. I just said I. It depends on. I think it depends on the needle too. Melanie likes to look at the needle. Melanie, um. Adam likes to look at the needle. Melanie, Melanie. you you got in. You got in. uh, Were you excited to get into the Japan trip? Did you know that you did you did were you confident? What was that process like for you? Um. I was nervous because I didn't think I was gonna get in, but but then Lewis like kind of yeah. Lewis Lewis is unable to go. Lewis was picked number one uh, by the Steambox board, and Lewis is unable to go. And his parents have been showering him with gifts and stuff because they know they broke his heart on this Japan trip. Um, were you the one that wrote about uh, your sister or something like that? Did you write about your sister at all? Do you have a sister? I do have sisters, too. Uh, Me, too. Somebody. I, somebody. <laughs> older, you wrote about younger. your sister? Younger. I have two. Uh, I have two that are older. Are you, and you're on the wait list? You're on the wait list, and you wrote about your sister. Uh, that was really sweet, and people noticed that. People people loved uh, people loved all of you, and, and the first, that first cluster of, like, that the top ten, of which we could only select seven... That top ten was almost like everybody was up here together. Uh, so anyway, congratulations. Uh, I'm excited to have you, and I'm really sorry. It breaks my heart for the students that I can't have. Uh, 
What's your question? Congratulations uh, on your second trip around the world uh, this year. If COVID doesn't shut down Japan, what's your question for Carl? Wait, so wait, what do you mean? Here's, Here's Carl. Yeah. What is your question for him? I asked my questions a lot earlier. I know. Now you're on the. Now you have mic time. You're making a compelling podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna skip over you. No, no, no. That's I have fine. You. If you go to Japan, what's the one thing you want to do? What's your? What's like the first what's, thing? What's the Ooh. one thing? If you could, if you could do what they're gonna do, they're going to Japan in April. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the one thing that you would not want to miss out on? Oh man. Like something you go straight ahead, like the first thing you want to do. Uh, for one thing, as being a huge uh, wrestling fan, I would like to visit the Tokyo Dome, where a lot of New Japan wrestling matches are uh, being held. Vanessa. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, we're good. Uh, we actually, we, uh, Angela might, Angela, Angela's going to chaperone with me, I think. I expect Angela to chaperone with me. Uh, and Angela's into wrestling like uh, we are. Yeah. And that's something that's on our list. Uh, what I wanted to do, Angela doesn't want to do. What I wanted to do was have us all take a sumo class and actually put on the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Oh, my. I would, I would do it. As skinny as I am, I would do it. Uh, Angela was like, uh, no. <laughs> but being that we're into wrestling, we talked about maybe going to a wrestling show. I'm hoping that everybody on the trip has one thing that they love uh, represented on the trip. If there's one thing I want to see, even though he's not going, I want to see a versus Zumo, Keith v. Jordan. Keith Jordan versus is Isn't Jordan going? Wait, are these... No, Jordan's not going. Are these... What? Yeah, final exams. Are these just two large people? No, no, we've been talking about it since... Oh, yeah, me, no. Long long time. Time. me and Jordan have been saying that if we do end up going, like, we would love to do a it, If you guys want to, uh, we can set that up here one day. But... but I, I, would adv- I would advise you to watch out, though. I would advise you to watch out. Jordan just seems like a rock. Jordan seems like yeah. a rock. I, I, I he's got special. I've Jordan's got like dad it. strength. He's not even the a dad yet. Thing ever. Jordan's the one with the with the nice voice. Jordan's the, the nice one voice. with that singer voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's he at? He's uh, he's in college. Oh, good for him, man. Big shout out. The funniest thing ever. He can pick up Keith. Okay. Yeah, now he could pick me up. It's been a while. Now, for the world at home, if you guys listen to the show consistently, and thank you so much uh, for doing that. I'm, I'm I'm shocked every single time I look at numbers. Uh, if you listen to us consistently, that was Adam. And Adam uh, is famous for his poor opinions of Spider-Man 3. But Adam was able to go see... Heathers. If you listened, you know that every week Adam won't shut the up about Heathers. Damn straight. Every single week. Adam had an opportunity to go see Heathers in England and he actually sat in the front row. How was that experience? I saw two naked men in front of me. Oh, I saw. Wait, 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 wait. For someone that's actually seen it, there's context of um, the male, the male protagonist apparently, or the guy that. He shoots them on the strip. Yeah, they. He makes them strip to make it look like a suicide, and they were gay lovers, and they killed themselves because of the fact that nobody accepted them as gay lovers. That's what it looks like. But in reality, he made them strip to their underwear and then just shot them. I wanted to say, I wanted to say you got to go see Heather's How Was England, but you just said you no, saw no. naked guys. Adam is no, no, you understand. So I took the Veronica, the main character. I uh, I saw her outside once the show was done. I took a picture with her. I took a picture with the two naked men as well. <laughs> 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 
What a way to let them know that they feel that their courage is appreciated by standing in front of thousands of people. Okay, UK was I actually have a funny story. This podcast contains nudity. That's a funny story. How do you even do that? Wait, so completely naked? No, they were in their underwear. But it was like it's like the tiny little diver underwears that they wear. Oh, oh the funny thing about my yeah, UK trip. It was bad. So when I first got there, I made a whole big deal with my mom, like, "Oh, goodbye, mom. I'm gonna see you later." So like, t- in ten days, whatever. I go there. You know where like the little screen is where it tells you like where the the flight name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see underneath it canceled. So you oh. thought your flight was canceled? My flight was canceled. And then the two naked guys came and saved you. They- no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 So, I was kind of sad. So, I was going to go, we were going to go home, but my mom was like, oh, let me just stop by a store in uh, Boston real quick. And be like, okay. My dad is like looking through kayak, and he finds a ticket for 1500 Normally, my first ticket was $500. So, I'm like, nah, we're getting that. Because that, that ticket was for today at 9. I was there in like the store at 6. So, he went to go to the store, tell my mom to drop everything. We're going back to the thing. We buy the ticket, and I go, go my merry way to the UK. This seems like a wow. 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 It's great. You know what? You're scaring me, man, because I'm traveling with a group of 10 to Japan, and it just occurred to me, what if our flight gets canceled on the way back? True. I'm true. Oh, true. Exactly. We have a lot of anger. I got final. Whose mom is going to be pissed at me? Me. Your mom's going to be pissed at me. My dad. Yeah. My dad. Yeah. That, that ain't even my fault. Back was that ain't even my fault. Your mom would be happy. Yeah. Your mom oh, would be like, oh, keep her. Stay there. Keep her. She, um, you would become you'd become a, a wrestling sensation overnight in Japan. Oh, I do it. Their women's division is lacking. Sasha Banks just went there, but that's a whole thing. What is your question for Carl? Uh, favorite movie or show? Favorite movie, all time favorite movie. Spider-Man Three. Nope, not at all. Hell no. It's actually coming to America. Mm. Oh. All time favorite movie. If you don't know, Coming to America is a movie about. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Why am I? Why am I talking? Uh, it follows the story of uh, Prince Hakim Jofer. He is set to marry a queen. You know, marry a princess to take over the kingdom of Zamunda, which is a neighboring nation next to Wakanda, and um, he does not like his choice. So he goes to America to find his bride. That's what you said Wakanda. Yeah, Zamunda is right not, next to Wakanda. It's not the same. It's definitely different from... Wait, Batman. where did you get that Zamunda is right next to Wakanda? That's what I said. Breakfast Club years All ago, right. and I just stuck with it. All right, Zamunda and Wakanda are bordering nations. Louis, go ahead. Loud, please, because okay, you're in the corner. Uh, I have a question. Can I interview for my podcast? It's yeah, not sure. a podcast, but it's like seeing Walks After Dark. I don't think I'm trying to take Roberto's job. So, again, for the world at home, uh, our podcast has been duplicated by Lewis and Cam. Cam, what did you want to say? I made the Instagram and everything. You should go follow it. Instagram. It's Steambox RI underscore After Dark. Steambox RI underscore After Dark. I want everybody to know this is not official Steambox canon. Oh, it's official. If you see two naked guys on <laughs> that has nothing to do Listen, with me. Listen, it was a fun experience, okay? I oh, said what? What? You're just digging yourself up <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. That's not even the worst part. I saw it in front of me. What? <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> Veronica, bring me to JD's house. Let's move on. Everybody understands. You saw two dongs in 3D. Everybody understands. Not three dongs. Louis, uh, do you have a question while we're while we're at it? Uh, 
what's like the one thing you did to get more out there for podcast? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good uh, question, and that's a good question coming from you, who's starting your own sub podcast. Um, one thing I did do is constantly network. Constantly network, constantly putting yourself out there, letting people know. Um, there's so many to like your. This is your entire like office. Yeah. Right here, you can uh, create a U- uh, QR code with all your links, and then just when you're at the mall, you know this is kind of kind of invasive. Just kind of air bo- you know, if you have it, if you have an iPhone, just kind of airdrop wow. it to random people. Um, just don't be afraid to just talk to people and say, hey, you know, find out what their interests are, and if they match. That never occurred Your to me. Just talked about it and then just drop it. It never occurred to me because I hate people, right? So I, I never thought about that. I'm actually going to... I want you to soak that in and think about that because you gave a great tip. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Adam again. Hopefully it's not about two naked guys. Uh, and then I'm going to come back to you for another tip before moving on to other questions. Go ahead. Where'd you get the Joyful Rebellion shirt? Roberto. He got the Joyful Rebellion shirt yeah. when he came in and did a Steambox podcast. I, I gave him a t-shirt to hook him up. Uh, I think you're collecting t-shirts of the people that you're working with, right? Like yes. your partners and stuff like that? Yeah, so we wanted to bless them. That's a really cool one. That has like a phoenix thing. Uh, again, for the world at home, the and maybe games. for some of the newer students here who are who are newer with us, Joyful Rebellion is, uh, in May, we do a podcast that's based all around mental wellness. Uh, and that's been really successful for us. Uh, it's been really, really nice, to be honest with you, uh, to be able to have those conversations with young black or brown therapists uh, in the room with us or mental health workers uh, to be able to help process some of that stuff. So I'm happy that we were able to share that. Give us one more tip before we move on with questions. One more tip. One uh, more tip for getting your podcast out there. That way. Support other podcasts. And you do. And do yeah, and do not be afraid to talk to them and connect with them. So I went to your uh, 300th show. Yes. Uh, I went with my son and Angela. Uh, we all had a good time. Um, we got sick after we were sure because uh, David Morales, uh, who's he's a state rep. Yes. Uh, his girlfriend was sitting behind coughing up a storm. So the whole so we all got sick that weekend and we were sure we got COVID. We were like we didn't we did not have COVID. Okay. But good. we were like yo David Morales' girlfriend gave us. <laughs> you almost <laughs> lost your streak. The whole yeah I almost lost my streak. Big shout out to David Morales. That's a good. Dude. Uh, David Morales came. He's a state rep and he came dressed as Spider Man. He also runs a wrestling promotion Spider-Man in Rhode Man. Island. Yes. Uh, does he have a podcast? No, he doesn't. He does now, unfortunately. But you had uh, so so he was there. The other some of the other founders of the podcast was there, including somebody you mentioned earlier. I forgot his Aris name. Aris was yeah, Aris was there. So he was there, and you also had uh, oh, I met this dude before uh, the white dude. What's the white dude's name? Oh, there was a couple. I got the one white Steambox student in the room laughing at me for saying the white dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is it uh, Chris Revel? I believe. Yes, Chris Revel. Chris Re- yeah, Chris. I Revel gave Chris Revel shit. I felt bad because uh, because Chris Revel was noticed. Uh, the the Rhode Island Journal, the newspaper, our local newspaper, had uh, given him credit, which he deserves, for being one of the hot podcasts in Rhode Island. So he's got one of the hot podcasts in Rhode Island. The journal said, here, this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. Here's five people. Here's five podcasts that you should be listening to in Rhode Island. And my pushback was, Codex Prime ain't on there. Steambox ain't on We're number one at the time. We were number one in the world in education. We're not on their list. 
Where are the people of color? Because what I see is white guy, white guy, white guy, white guy, white guy. I saw a list of white... I'm sorry, Cameron. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a list of white guys, and I was really upset. It's not Chris Rebels. Well, I actually went up to him at the event, and I was like, yo, I talk a lot of shit about you being on that list. My problem is not you on the list. My problem is the lack of diversity with the list. My problem is not you. It's the list itself, because our students deserve to be on there. And every time I've said it, and I don't have to... That's preaching to the choir when we're talking to Chris, because yeah. he's down. Oh, absolutely. He's like Kodak, one of Kodak's biggest fans. Kodak Prime deserves to be on that list, man. What the hell? I wanted, to, I really wanted to drop an F-bomb right now, and I'm, <laughs> I'm trying my best. But for real, Providence um, Journal, what are you doing? How do you feel when you don't get recognition? You get a lot of recognition, but what about what about when a list comes out and it's all white guys? Does that not make you feel some kind of way? I didn't even know that exist, that list existed um, until somebody... Um, t- until somebody t- I believe it was, it was either you or Chris that tagged me in it. And... Um, Honestly, it just kind of motivates me to just kind of want to put in more work and just get my, um, just to get my, get our name out there. Yep. That, I mean, that's all it is. I'm like, all right, well, we're not going to get, we're not noticed by this format, Then, there, but there's other people who are watching and listening. Okay. Uh, next question. Oh, I'm sorry, Valeria. Gloria, um, welcome. Uh, I'm congratulations on Japan. Uh, I'm excited for you. Did you did you feel were you confident going in? Did you know that you were gonna get in? Um, not really. What about after you wrote that? Were you confident after you wrote that? Kind of. I not really. You had more confidence. Than your I writing was very open and very honest, and I think uh, I think the board saw that and appreciated that. You were very high on the list. I don't remember what you ranked two or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and number one after Lewis dropped out, you well, you're number one you're on that list now. now. Um, so so, what are your thoughts about that? Um, I was surprised. That's it. <laughs> are you and happy? Are you excited? Yes. So you got on the list. CJ is, uh, so your, your uh, boyfriend is on the wait list. Why do you have to do it? <laughs> <laughs> your um, boyfriend. So, Damn, that means y'all pretty much put him on Does that make you feel some kind of way? Do you feel like, uh, is, it, is it a downer that you can't experience it with him? Or do you feel like, do you feel like you can still do this? <laughs> we could do you feel like you can still do this without CJ? Like, it'll, it, you might have a good experience. Yes. Kind of, I don't know. <laughs> he gonna kick me out? Yeah, let's let's replace him with CJ. All right. I feel like you CJ. Was talking about you know Wait. who loves you know who loves to hear that. You know who loves to hear that. No. Melanie loves to hear that because uh, Melanie's next on the wait list. No, no, no. I'm st- I'm staying where I am. I'm oh wow! Here. F you to Melanie apparently. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying. I'm staying with Desi. You're the favorite. I will defend you. Damn. Speaking of Melanie, thought I was somebody give Melanie some love at no. some point because everybody's talking Melanie right now. No, oh, but just by the way, that's me air dropping our QR, QR codes to everybody. You just, in the meantime, he's already Q, he, he's dropped QR codes. Valeria, what's your question for Carl? Um, hold on, hold on. Uh, Valeria, go ahead. What's something you would like to do that you haven't done yet? Something that I would like to do. Um, Possibly like her host a... Host a... Nerd slash blurred show on a on a TV network. Does everybody know what blurred is? No. 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 Tell us. I, I used the no. word earlier. Uh, yeah. Tell us what blurred is. It's a black nerd. We just kind of took that. Oh. And figured it out. <laughs> they blurred the words black and nerd. 
You see what I did there? Ah. Why are you looking at me? No, <laughs> oh, I am tired of the racist. <laughs> I didn't do it. You're not a warrior. Can I say something funny? No. Uh, no. Is it funny? No. 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 Sure, no. I got flagged as soon as you hit the airport. I don't know if you're dead. I'm here. I don't... No, no, no. It's, it's, actually, it's actually funny. It's something Keith said. You, oh, no. You've already built this up. When you start with, I'm going to say something funny, you've already ruined it. <laughs> 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 okay, well, so, what did I say? Arthur so, was hand-cracked. Keith... <laughs> Okay, Bird was in the Caribbean, so he. Okay, wait, wait, context, context, context. So what happened was, my my dad that I have never seen in my life is Kate Birdie. That's the context part right there. So I didn't know at all where the Kate Bird was. Oh, you where thought you were a Caribbean? Was. You thought you were a down ass homie like me? Like yeah, me, bro. I didn't know he was that. Because as soon as I thought, I was like, oh. It's hot there, so you know maybe it'd be you know maybe it's, it's <laughs> there. But I didn't think of Africa because when I think of Africa, I think of you know the slur spear chucking, and I assume that's what they the were. Slur? You know, because I assume they didn't. That's definitely a fucking slur. yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't ever see Black Panther. They have high tech. They have technology, bro. They got high okay. high tech. All right, all right. I just I just was misinformed. By a person in my life that was never in my life. <laughs> no, I and then that's the thing. See, because a girl a Car- named Carlene said the same thing. I never looked on a map to see where specifically Cape Verde was. Okay. So I didn't know. But you have since. Ever now since I, I know. Told them. Ever now since I, know. I told You've them. never done research uh, on your nationality. Apologies to uh, everyone who is owed an apology after every time Keith talks. <laughs> Whoa! Wait! How? That's, that's not fair. Uh, people from Cape Verde right now who are like, hey, what the... And uh, black people right now who are like, spit? Did he say spit? <laughs> I'm uh, black, so I mean, I'm liable to I'm say I'm glad it. you said that and I didn't have to say that, right? Because that would make things worse. a perfect point. Um, there's this class called Diversity Talks. No, no, they no, spout no, nonsense. No, they don't... don't save it. One of the things that were said was that if you're black, you're not racist, and that I took and ran with that. <laughs> I was like, if a, if somebody said, if a teacher said I'm black and I'm not racist for being like, if I can't be racist since I'm black, I was like, I have the I have the best thing since white privilege, bro. I'm telling you, it was so good. It was like, oh, god damn it, diversity talks. Look what you did. <laughs> no, no, I have, I have, it's like giving, it, yo, it's the best thing ever now. Um. I I can say whatever. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Again, I understand where a lot of that comes from, and I think that's because of power. And because and and but what I've heard is that black people can never be racist, and now black people are in charge. So now do you do you think that in that world black people would not be oppressive based on race to some degree? Hell no. Well, no. You, you, I think we're gonna be very oppressive. I, I can tell you. I can tell you as a Puerto Rican that uh, that if Puerto Ricans were in charge of the world as of tomorrow, uh, some Puerto Ricans are gonna be assholes and racists. Exactly. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Same thing with black people. I, I'm not saying all Puerto Ricans, and I'm not saying all black people. But what I'm saying is the only thing. So if we're saying black people can never be racist, well, that never doesn't include things like that that never does not include a shift in power because if there was a shift in power and black people were in power or puerto ricans were in power or anybody else was in power i think you're going to experience the same kind of abuse of power that we've seen from some white people and i think those some white people are the assholes that we're talking about not camp so when Cam, our <laughs> freshman class Cam? president, because when Cam, our freshman class president, feels know. bad about what she just heard in this program, uh, I think we've done it wrong. No, no. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> it's like funny it. you say that because 
I thought I was. I thought I had her back. I we were we no. were talking about Monkey Mountain J- J- Japan, <laughs> once, and then she looked directly at me. I'm moving on. I've got I've got more questions from half the room. We're over half the time, uh, but but I've got a question. Uh, I got a question for Carl right now, uh, and then I'm gonna go to Desi, and we'll we'll go in a row. We'll go to uh, back there, uh, Carl. You posted something on social media this week, Kobe. Kobe uh, Dennis, a friend of mine, posted something on social media this week, too. And I didn't get a good look at it. What it looked like was a black developer, uh, Leslie... uh, I forgot her last name. Uh, Moore, I think? I think. Uh, A black developer is developing in a neighboring city right here, in Pawtucket. So a black developer is developing in Pawtucket, but it looked like, even though it was a black developer, it looked like, from what I read from Kobe... And some of the outrage was that it looks like it's going to be easily gentrifiable, and that means uh, adapted by white people. So this is—is uh, is that what is that what your post was about? What are some of your thoughts on that my, development? In yeah, my my post was um, it's a bit biased because uh, Kobe Dennis is my cousin, and um, so they took they took that building. Leslie Miller was the was the owner of the building, and. They they uh, rented and leased that building to what they call was the cornerstone complex where like a lot of events could have been he- could be held a lot of businesses were being rented out of there and just to promote like so you know black owned businesses you know and create you know create a nice cultural space for you know for us and out of nowhere once they saw you know Kobe and his team the KFM team they put in so much money they got so much funding and this building which was just there and they turned it into something beautiful you know we actually hosted uh codex 300 there and um i was a part of culture fest there over did the, i tell you the, david morales's girlfriend tried to give me covid oh my God. at that event yeah. he did oh i'm sorry go ahead. <laughs> Why you... go ahead continue i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm an asshole uh, i'm sorry go ahead and um out of nowhere this is just from my perspective um out of nowhere, they're just okay. Um, we want the building back. What you guys gotta go, huh? So those events that uh, Justin Case so has been cute. doing a lot of stuff in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Justin Case taught you DJing, right? Yes. Uh, and that that you were doing stuff in. Uh, those events are not going to be happening there anymore. Not not there. Uh, there will be a new building somewhere. Uh, Kobe hasn't put that information out yet, so I'm just waiting. So um. But yeah, it just kind of took. It just kind of just showed like, all right, you didn't have. Uh, oh, and they called us. Uh, oh, it's a group of a great team of people decided to make a in quotations cultural hub, and it was more you know to service you know the community. And I guess she saw the value that they were put they were putting in. She goes, you know what? Nope, we're gonna take it and do something else with it. This is a leading question. Is that something else involve uh, like where it's more beneficial for money? And is that where yes. we is that where we're starting to think about gentrification? Yes. It reminds me, you're familiar with Cranston Street. And anybody who's not from Providence, there's a street, uh, Cranston Street in Providence. Uh, and um, that area 
that area starts the west end as it gets towards Westminster. It's like the south south side uh, where south side starts to go into west end. And so from Cranston Street over to like Westminster uh, and, and a couple of other streets, they did some redevelopment over there. Yeah. And they did a commercial uh, and it showed all of these people having fun. And the point of the commercial was come live here, come buy property here, blah, 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 blah. Right? That's how they make money, right? Uh, but that commercial, we noticed, only had... <laughs> So many of my students are from that from that area, from that street, like that Westminster Street where that mm-hmm. was filmed. That commercial only had white people. As a matter of fact, there's so many people of color in that neighborhood that it's almost like you had to like if somebody if somebody black was in while they were recording, if somebody black was about to cross the street, they would like, all right, everybody, uh, everybody stop. What is, what is it when the director say stop? What do they cut, cut, cut. cut? Everybody cut. cut. They wait for the black guy to cross the street and then they resume filming because it was only white people. It was like fifty people in that commercial. Only white people. And the image that they want to portray is that it's a safe place. And by having somebody who's a Puerto Rican, like I, a big Puerto Rican guy with a with a beard, I think would be detrimental to that image. Nobody's going to want to buy property there if there's black people, if there's brown people there. <clears throat> and even though there's a black developer, does that, in, in Leslie Moore, does that almost feel like, would, would you expect more from Leslie Moore? <laughs> See what I did there, the wordplay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's... Um, yeah, I just don't, I just, I guess maybe where I'm at with it is just like, how can you take something that was doing something so great for our community and just take it away and just, it, and they, and what the thing is, there was also in lots of other buildings there and, and they were going to use it to bring in more eyes, bring in more investors and to bring in, you know, to bring up more uh, black owned businesses and they were going to call it the black box. The black block, excuse me. And it just turned out, you know, it's really all about green. It's the green block. This is where Kobe did the Culture Fest? Yes. Um, so they were already developing a culture within that neighborhood. Um, I'm not trying to come at Leslie. I'm just trying to say, here's, like, Carl is a beneficiary there. Yeah. And so, and Carl's representing black people who were developing a culture there. And Carl and other people, and Kobe Dennis, and Justin Case, and a number of other people are now being pushed out of that neighborhood. Uh, I reached out to Leslie. This is what Leslie says. Uh, My company, Core Collaboratives, is looking to make a point in the downtown Pawtucket and Central Falls area. So this involves all of you because you're from Central Falls, the Central Falls Warriors. Central Falls Warriors, say what's up. What's What's up? You got to get your energy back. Uh, We believe that quality developments can use local talent and community-owned businesses as the way forward in challenged communities. We seek to be a property owner that takes time to consider the gifts and resources of the people who are in the community and create opportunities for those talents to be shared. Now, here's two problems, and I'm going to kick it back to you for final Mm -hmm. thoughts, and then I'll get back to the students. Two problems that I have with this, as this is coming into your neighborhood, is uh, number one problem, I definitely always hold my people more accountable than other people. Um, Because I expect people in power to want to be in power, right? So, So I don't necessarily come at white people the same way I will at point. Like, my expectations are greater for Puerto Ricans to do good for our community. Wouldn't you want your community to do good for your community? Why ask other communities to do good for your community? But this is somebody from your community talking about the kind of work that you're doing in there and saying they want to create a space for that. But what we're saying back to Leslie is the community was already doing the things that you listed there, and now the community feels pushed out. Yes. 
So, uh, Leslie, I hope you hear that. I know uh, I know we communicate a little bit, so I'm hoping that you hear this message. This message is from Carl. I've seen the work that Kobe was doing there and a number of other people. Um, thank you, Carl, for that. I know that we just took a serious tone, so I want to get back. Uh, I'm going to go Desi. Desi, you excited about... You excited? Tokyo's finally on your fingertips. Hopefully, COVID doesn't ruin things. But Tokyo, you are so close. You are so close for Tokyo. What are you most excited about? Uh... No. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just really excited to actually explore because I've, I've been taking a more interest in studying abroad and actually going to get my certification to teach English over there. So if I can actually, I've been, I've been wanting to visit so that I can actually start making those decisions because that is a lot of time to get the certification. So I can't wait to actually see it and to actually hopefully see if it's worth it. What if it ruins you? What if you're like, oh, this place, I don't want to be here anymore. Then there's always another dream. Then there's after. always that's a, it. That's why I love Desi. Desi's no. a key member of Steambox. Desi, what's your question for Carl? Uh, okay, so I'm in college now, right? And I feel like now that I'm in college, even though I go to a pretty diverse college, I go to Rick, um, and yet I still feel like I don't belong in terms of the population. And I can't tell you how many times I've been called articulate this semester. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I It's actually like frustrating wow. i've snapped on several professors so like i want to know like especially because you're like a nerd because i feel like even when i talk to the college nerd students, that's the i talk to the college students and they're like anime video games aren't you supposed to like bad bunny or something and i'm like whoa 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 new joke that's kind of funny though <laughs> it is because i do like bad bunny but as hey. a, right as a nerd i want to say bad bunny's dope <laughs> But they expect some, like they expect an image of you because you're Puerto Rican or because you're a person of color, which is like, I can like different things. So I just want to like, how do you go about that? Um, I own it. That's easier said than done. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, okay, but it's, I, I've been like that my entire life. You know, um, listen, I'm almost forty. I still love wrestling. I still love video games. I still, uh, I'm at the comic book store every week. With Regan Hurst yes. at Rock Hoko's, my man. Yes. You sound very jealous. And I'm just like, yo, this is me. I'm. Ha this is what makes me happy. This is what I mean. I'm sorry I can't fit into your, you know, to stereotype that you believe that I should be, but this is me, and I'm happy. I believe it, and I'm jealous because I feel like Desi. I feel like you and I are kindred spirits in some ways. Uh, we're fighters, and uh, some people have the ability to skip the fight. Some people have the ability to skip the fight and say, no, I'm just going to do my thing. And you and I stop every time and fight every fight, and Carl is living his life. <laughs> I have Carl been fighting a lot of fights, but at the same time, I've also learned to like pick my fights because I had a person be like, so you're Puerto Rican, can I ask you something? I was like, yeah, and they were like, do you have your papers? And I'm like, whoa. Damn. Damn. I, that. I, that. That. You know what? I was like, you know what? Okay. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that some other time. Uh, Chloe, I know I'm losing you in one second. I know your dad's outside. Chloe, what's your question for Carl? Um, I wanted to know what was the hardest thing you had to overcome as a DJ. Oh, as a DJ? Playing um, Macarena. <laughs> that, believe it or not, I don't Stop dancing that the much. Macarena. Yeah, believe it or not, I don't play that one that much. God damn it, there's more. You multiply. <laughs> um, as a DJ, I guess, playing for different generations. And being able to read the room. If I see a lot, you know, people, 
Yuri, my preferred de uh, demographic is like my age or older. So when I play for, you know, people your age, you know, I, you guys listen to Bad Bunny, Trippy Red, Little Uzi Vert and all them, which my generation pretty much kind of hates. But um, it, it's just to learn to just, it's all about really just learning to read the room and just taking the chances to say, okay, hopefully they like this, they like this, and they like that. But then also, it's, when you get the request, you're like, oh, no, nah, I don't have it because we're in a different age, we're different in a different age where, like, music is pumped out so fast that it's just so hard to keep up with. I sucked at DJing because I always wanted to play for me, not the audience. <laughs> Do you want to DJ? No, I'm just, like, really into music. So I was just wondering. You're going to have to make a playlist for Steambox. Uh, you can do that whenever you want, and I will share it with these students. I will be like, Carl, this is Carl's playlist for you guys. Chloe, thank you for your question. You Thanks, I'll see you next Tuesday, Chloe. I'm brilliant. Uh, did you want to follow up? Is that what's happening over here? Yeah, so, all right. I'm going to be all seriousness right now. This is going to be a serious, serious question. So, when she said what was what the um, hardest thing you had to overcome as a DJ, before she said the DJ part, I was like, oh, it's going to be what is the hardest thing you had to overcome as a black person. I'm gonna add to that though. No, like I'm being serious. Like, you're you're a line of work. You're pretty famous, correct? You be, they don't say you're pretty famous. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, because no, no, honestly, like, like honestly, like, you, like you wrestlers and stuff like you're pretty kind of pretty famous. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You better than us. Um, the point is, what I'm trying to make is like, in that type of industry, like, I could only imagine like what is like the hardest thing as like a black person doing that type of thing. Like, how hard is that for you? Um. I don't look at it as hard. I just look at it as... I, it, it surprises a lot of people because, like, you know, I've been into this, especially wrestling, you know. We'll use that, for example, like, the knowledge I have gained over the years and then I can just drop something. And it's more, it's, it surprises people and I, don't know, I just kind of get a kick out of that. Like, am I supposed to be something else? Like, nope, made you look. <laughs> yeah. Um... Did you know, uh, Desi just talked about Bad Bunny. Did you know you saw Bad Bunny at WrestleMania? Yeah. Bad Bunny's dope. He's He did his thing. He did his thing. I want to see him against Logan Paul. I, man. I would have to take Logan Paul on that I, <laughs> I wanted Logan Paul to suck so bad. I wanted Logan Paul to suck so bad, but Logan Paul was Logan Paul was really good. Yeah, he's the he best three-match three three really wrestler good. I've ever seen. What do you want to add? Go ahead. I wanted to ask, since you're a DJ, what is that one song... That you just have to play. That I have to play. Child that also, again, <laughs> <laughs> every, every DJ has to do that. For my song, it's a song that I like that I try to like put so many people on to because it's a great party great song. Enough. Definitely is not a <laughs> It's actually a song by uh, Maya Hawthorne featuring Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar and it's called Crime. It's a it's a it's a great party song. Like my demographic appreciates it, even though they don't really know it. But it's like once they hear it, they're like, okay, I see where this is going and stuff. So, but that I think that's a song that can like that crosses all generations, that bridges that gap. What song would you have to play? Me? No, no. Cha Cha Slide. Cha Cha. Hate that one. What? Yes, I hate the job. I had, I had Thank to do it. Thank you. I, yeah. so many dance plays. Like, everybody loves it. You just As play a DJ, it just because you have to. Have to. This no, is why I hate the DJ. Do I have a legal I'm obligation to? Uh, no. I don't know. What's your question for Carl? Uh, my question is, 
who was the person that you would want to talk to the most on your podcast? Like, mm. even if they're like really ambitious, who do you want to go for? Oh man, uh, it was Stan Lee. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> yes. Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. He's wearing Spawn on his watch. Todd McFarlane is the artist who made Spawn, but more famous than Spawn, made Venom. So we're talking about the artist for Venom. Uh, Todd McFarlane's a weird dude. If you had him on the podcast, he's got this weird lisp. He's always talking about Spawn's cape. He's really, he's just weird. He's on, yeah, he's been my all-time favorite uh, comic book artist. I just because of his like attention to detail. Like you can see it in his, you can see it in his action figures. Like the smallest detail, there's something there, and I just always admire that. What's wild is, you go the artist, I go the uh, the writer, and just like we were talking about music earlier, and somebody was like, "Oh, I don't listen." I, like I always listen to the lyrics. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis is who I want on the podcast. He made Miles Morales, right. uh, Riri Williams, and so many other characters. Um, we're gonna go a little faster now. What's your question for Carl? So. I haven't been really catching up or keeping up with the MCU, uh, but I've noticed that it's been going down in quality. What's your opinions on that? How the MCU right down? now is just, it's its literally just what Phase 1 was. It's introducing these characters, and that's what Phase 4 was. And it was also a transitional period from going from the Infinity Saga into the multiverse saga. So right now, it's it's at a point where it's like we need to just trust the process and then I believe that they will deliver. Did mm. you feel any show, any shows or movies currently did not deliver, though? They mm. I'm just going to nerd. He's going to find the good things. He is. He's the, not only, he's an optimist, too. So you're asking him a hard question. <laughs> That's... I feel like they all did in a specific oh. way. And, here, and here's what I mean. Because Boo. <laughs> Listen, you're supposed to have different opinions on a podcast. I know. You, like, you know, people say Black, people say Black Widow was a disappointment. We got Yelena. Yelena's yeah. going to carry that mantle forward. She's dope. Eternal. That actress is dope, too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. She carried Hawkeye. She, she did. did. She did she carry did. Hawkeye. Um, over stupid Eternals Jeremy Renner. Probably, yeah. I'm kidding. He got run over by his own plow. By his own plow. You explain. Oh, I can't get over. Yeah, that was sad. How did that even lost that interview? Was it like? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go um, Eternals probably was the one to be the most disappointing, but they are very difficult. They're very like. How did I say it? They are very complicated characters. That and it, but it's also it's. Bridge, it's uh, it's expanding. I understand. That's what they're there. They're there to expand into the cosmos. You know, for the first few phases, we had the Guardians that expanded from just Earth to the cosmos. This is what our Eternals are doing. Yeah. Con- I can see that. Controversial opinion. Uh, Black Panther was amazing in many ways and mm-hmm. sucked in other ways. It did it because <laughs> it did it. It did it. I did it because. <laughs> Because of No T'Challa, I still loved it, but then also, too, it, first of all, it did focus on one main, main, uh, main, uh, subject, grief. How are they moving forward? And what I end up learning was that Ryan Coogler actually released what the original plot was going to be 
Well, if it wasn't for uh, if Chadwick Boseman was still here, it's just that T'Challa was going to be since he was snapped away, he was going to be grieving the time that he lost those five years that he was away. So grief was always going to be a part of that. But then also they tried, they took a different direct, they had to take a different direction. So um, and then Wakanda Forever wasn't the cultural juggernaut that Black Panther was. Remember, Black Panther was the first time we was going to see something this magnitude. Yeah, we already saw it. Now it was just like, all right, what what is this gonna bring? I but I believe that it brought a very good story. It gave uh, Namor some much more depth, way better than he had any right to in be. in the story in, in the no comics because right. it was it was much more. It gave Namor much more has no right being so great on the screen, and Namor was amazing on the screen. Exactly. So, it, but it gave more depth, and once again, it introduced new characters. To move forward with. If you notice that I'm saying it like a Latino would say it, it's because his origin was tied to Central American Latino uh, origins, yes. which is why they have the same oppressor, which is why their beef is with the same people instead of him showing up to their house, killing the mom and being like, we'll fight next week. <laughs> the hell? And then, and then sure, he's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to fight you on water. The hell? <laughs> I didn't watch it. So I don't know. Oh, oh, really what? Wow. February 1st. It'll be on Disney Plus February 1st. I'll come in and do anything when people are stabbed away. I did, I did, you know, I thought most of that, most of that I would argue is not a spoiler because it's just like plot developments, but there was one thing that I said that kind of was a spoiler and yeah. I, yeah. Apologize. I apologize for that one thing that I said. Don't apologize, uh, late. What's your question? My question is like, in your opinion, what's your best part being with a, being in this group of Steve Box? Oh, what's the best part of being with Steambox? Oh my god, you guys are so much fun. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm one of y'all. Yeah, that's. I think that's why you're accepted. You got a shirt. And, yeah, and you, yeah. Got a, you got <laughs> a new Steambox shirt. Uh, question, go ahead. You already exhausted yours. Question, go ahead. Question for Carl. Uh, how long you been here? <laughs> <laughs> Since 3 o'clock. <laughs> Thank you for your question. Anybody else have a question for Carl? Go ahead. Not, uh, loud, please, because you're way back. What is one risk you ha you're happy that you took? One risk? Just do just simply joining the podcast and actually um, just whatever opportunities are presented for me, I just go ahead and take them because you never know where they're going to go. <clears throat> um. Does anybody else have a burning question for Carl before we let Carl off the hot seat? You guys see? Go ahead. I got you. Uh, so, even better now. You asked him how his day was? <laughs> yes. I like it better when you were talking about Dom's or Spider-Man 3. Uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, crap. Um, Cam. Cam, what's the question for Carl? If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Besides Japan. Dubai. Dubai. Ooh. Dubai. Riri, last question. Um, would your younger self be happy or, like, proud about where you are right now? Um, yes. Yes, actually, um, you know, I'm interviewing some of you know people that I never thought that I would um, that I would never talk to, and getting information that I never would have been if getting it firsthand that I probably would have had to have gone on Google to learn. All right. Carl, uh, I'm going to ask you for your shout-outs and all that stuff and where people can go follow you. Do you have any questions for us before we get into the finalities? Um, Finish. One thing I do, there was a, there's a video game store in Japan. Okay. 
Uh, something hot potato, I believe. You want us to bring something back for you? Yeah, that'll be amazing. Vanessa, write that down. Write that down. I believe it's called that. Don't 100% quote me, but yeah, I know potato is definitely in the in the name. Send us a link. Uh, send us what you want. We probably won't bring stuff back because we're going with one bag each. It's going to be in my town. A bag and a backpack. That's funny. Yeah, you've just traveled. You know the deal. Can I bring a neck pillow? Yes, you can bring yes. a neck pillow. Uh, Carl, where should people go to follow Codex Prime? Where should people go to learn more? Uh, Codex Prime podcast everywhere. Just Google us. We're on all your podcasting platforms. Um, you can catch us on social media, on uh, Facebook, uh, Codex Prime podcast. Um, Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, Twitter Codex Prime Cast, and like I said, every uh, podcasting platform. Uh, if you go on our YouTube, you can just search us, and uh, that's where you can catch the uh, Rhode Island Comic Con panels. And um, yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it. Shout outs to uh, Vic, you know, holding this down. Get your ass down here to Steambox. Sorry for cursing, but <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, shout out to Vic. Everybody, get your energy up. Uh, we had a big podcast today. We've got a brand new intro by Kyle Hubert. He is the narrator from Dragon Ball Z. Introducing you every single week. He's introducing you and the work that you guys have done. So congratulations on that. Uh, some of you have applied and successfully received word that you will be joining Steambox on our adventure to Japan this year. Congratulations on that. Other people are getting free MacBooks this year. Congratulations on that. Thank Steambox you. is having one hell of a 2023. We haven't even started to make our t-shirts and all that other stuff. Steambox, get your energy together. Warriors, please say peace out to the world. Peace out!